And welcome back, George Norrie, along with Bill Phillips. Bill, can a human be born without a soul? I don't believe so. <laughs> that would be an interesting story, wouldn't it? Yes, it would, absolutely. The soulless ones. But they're always attached. You, What do you think of reincarnation? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I, I believe we've been here many times before, and like that story that you were sharing earlier, it's a, it's a true testament, actually, to how that works, you know. So um, I believe that many of the lessons that we're learning now are lessons that we didn't fully learn in the past, actually, too, and that we're just traveling together in these soul groups, lifetime to lifetime. Does it take time to learn these techniques that we've been talking about tonight? Not too long. It really doesn't. I, I think that with anything, you know, practice makes perfect, and I, um, daily repetition is really is really what it comes down to. It's like it's like brushing your teeth, you know. It's important. Yeah. <laughs> you need to do that, and uh, you're like a dentist, then, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> you might say so. Where do you take this next for yourself? Um, you mean with with my teachings and with what I'm doing? Yeah. You know, um, right now um, I'm super busy. I um, I have a really um, beautiful life of of um, basically working with people every day, um, and the word has spread a lot. Actually, that um, my my wait list now is well over two years in advance um, working with people. Um, so I, I do readings daily. I travel. I do audience readings. I, I do teachings. My my whole um, purpose here is to really put the power back into people's hands that they, too, have their own way of connecting. Did you say you have a two-year waiting list? Yeah, it's well, over, it's well over two years right now, yes. How long do your sessions last? They're, they're about an hour. And you've got people waiting for two years for this? Yes. Yes. Oh my! Can you speed things up a little bit, Billy? <laughs> I'm trying my best, you know. But um, it, honestly, it's it, it's a wonderful responsibility, and um, I take it very seriously. You how know, really how many do. do you do a day? It really depends. I um, as I'm getting a little bit older now, I I, I tend to do um, you know three to four a day, depending on how I'm feeling. That's remarkable. It, it yeah. really is. Well, let's take some calls. They're okay. lining up here for you. Yeah. Next up, let's go to Cheryl in Washburn, Missouri. Take it away. Hi, Cheryl. Hey, George. Hi. And hi, Bill. Hi, Cheryl. Um, hi. Hi. Okay, cool. I tell you what, this is amazing, and, and I, I I think that that's a lot of expense that you spend, and thank you for such. I wanted to ask you, um, in regards to the affirmation or the negation and some circumstances, um, how, do, how does a person define that when it comes to spirituality? What do you mean, the affirmation? Oh, sorry, I had a tr- little trouble hearing you, my love. Um, you want to know about affirmations? Yes, sir. Okay. Um, okay, so basically an affirmation, this, this is a great question, actually. On, on your path, you have to sort of put a wrench into things within your subconscious mind to vibrate it at a different frequency. So the affirmations are super important, but I I would encourage you to do things that were um, shorter in duration. So you don't have to have a full, you know, novel as an affirmation. It could be something as simple as the word success or as simple as the word, you know, love. It doesn't have to be this humongous um, 
long-winded type of situation. Next up, let's go to Randy, oh. truck driving in Florida. Welcome to the show. Hey, Randy, go ahead. Hey, thanks for taking my call. Hello, Bill. Hi, Randy. Hey, so my question is, uh, do you see anybody coming into my life as far as a relationship so I ain't got to be lonely all the time? You know, um, that's a great question. I, I, I get immediately that the past two years have been a very big up-and-down situation within that of having to let go of the past, actually. Um, and I, I also feel, too, that um, that relationship comes with your move. And I definitely see that the move is on the horizon for you. I'm not sure if you were discussing this recently, but they're wanting me to talk about um, telling you to kind of open the door for this. So I, I definitely get a connection with the move happening for you, bringing in the opportunity to have that, that meaningful relationship. Is his profession sometimes uh, be tough because of the fact that he's driving all over the country? You know, that, I mean, I, I don't think there's any, any limits to it, you know, to be honest. When two souls are meant to meet, they will meet. And, you, you know, this could be anywhere. But I feel like right now this has to do with him grieving the past, grieving the past relationships to make space for a new one. He's got to do that first. Yeah. Okay. All right. Good luck. Thanks, Randy. Lisa in Astoria, New York, is with us next. Hi, Lisa. Go ahead. Hi, George. Hi, Bill. Hi, Lisa. Hi. Hi. Um, so my dad passed uh, 20 years ago. Um, it'll be 20 years later this month. Mm -hmm. And we were very close, mm -hmm. but I never felt him around me. I always wanted to, mm -hmm. and... I never did, except for okay. one time when I was very, very distraught, crying my heart out, mm -hmm. and I felt him there telling me, don't give up, don't give up, just over and over again. I kept, you know, hearing that. Um, but then last year, I met someone and knew him for a very short time, just like three months, and he passed, and I feel him around me every day. And I'm just wondering... Am I starting to get more in touch with my intuitive nature? Is that starting to develop for me? And is it something that I should, um, you know, try to get more in touch with? Mm -hmm. um, absolutely. The fact that, that you're having this sensation is a very positive sign. Um, who passed from addiction connected to you? Addiction? Yeah. Who, who passed from addiction? Who either was the heavy drinker, the heavy smoker? Who did not take care of themselves? Well, my brother yeah. drank a lot. Mm -hmm. Okay. But he yeah. had a he had a bad accident that um, he needed a blood transfusion and he got hepatitis because of that. Okay. So he didn't really die of an addiction. He did Definitely. drink quite a bit. Yes, I definitely have. I definitely have a male around you who's wanting me to say he's a healthier version of himself too. He's like throwing the bottle of Jack at me. Whenever they do that, it's their way of trying to say they've kicked the habit. They're the healthier version. He's also showing me. Thank you. The month of August is being significant. He keeps showing me my mom's death anniversary, August the 14th. So I think there's something um, either August related that he's wanting me to validate to you. That could be like a birthday anniversary or passing something along those lines. But um, to answer your question, though, about the signs, too, 
they're wanting me to talk about your um, smoke detectors in your house, actually. So hmm. um, the next time you hear them beeping and there's no smoke around, say hi to them. Change those batteries, right? Absolutely. All right. Thanks, Lisa. Appreciate you being part of the program. What has been one of the most gut-wrenching calls you've ever gotten when you do this, Bill? Oh, um, <clears throat> you know, um, I had um, I had someone um, actually during an audience reading. It wasn't over the phone, but um, it was a situation where her son was um, was unfortunately murdered by his father, and it was a murder suicide. Oh, um, whenever whenever I um, am in that space when I'm connecting with someone who has lost someone tragically like that, it, it really is tough on my heart because talk about the grief. There, there's just so much pain on the living. So a lot of times it's when souls pass, when it's through murder or, or something along those lines. You appeared on the Dr. Phil show. What was that like for you? Oh, it was exhilarating. It was um, fast-paced. Um, it was truly amazing to spread the message um, as far as possible. And actually, the person that I had read for on the show, um, you know, she kept in touch with me um, over the years, and she she got she actually improved her life, and and her life situation changed for the positive. And that was the guidance that I was that I had given to her actually at the time. So I, I was very happy to see her progress um, after we were done. I do a television program called Beyond Belief, and the head producer of the show was a former producer of Dr. Phil's. Oh, really? Small world, huh? Oh, it totally is. Yes. Indeed, indeed. Next up, let's go to Joe, Long Island, New York. Hey, Joseph, go ahead. Presentation, you know, it's interesting. This week, I'm listening to a book, Boundaries for Your Soul by Cook and Miller. Really enjoying the book. You like that? That's good. Yeah, yeah. On your book, Soul Searching, uh, you had mentioned earlier about people making different decisions, and you know, there's that mantra that people just keep, you know, circling or going in circles. But does that involve different appraisals? Uh, where you're kind of appraising maybe how you spend your time and and things like that, or is it sometimes people just want to know the outcome in advance and then they just don't make the move? And, and even with gratitude, you were mentioning, do you think sometimes it, it, it do you keep that simple, or do you fill in with more descriptions descriptions of that gratitude? You know, more adjectives on that gratitude. And one strange thing, too, is like I was thinking of in terms of psychic is one of my friends went to Paris with his wife and and uh, they he met somebody new, for, you know, from from here, you know, that he had no idea, like on the streets of Paris. That that to me is strange. <laughs> Well, you know, it's all it all goes back to free will. And so when you're asking about gratitude and just, um, you know, how to structure that, I always think that less is more simple. Uh, simplistic is better. But it's all it's always going to be unique to each person. And I, I really feel to answer your question that nothing is set in stone in this world. We are truly completely co-creating. So everything comes down to our actions and our intentions. And it all comes down to our free choice. And in the book, Bill, mm -hmm. where do people get it? They can get it on um, Amazon, Barnes & Noble. It should be pretty much around um, at any major bookseller right now. 
Scott is with us in uh, Costa Mesa, California, west oh. of the Rockies. Hey, Scotty, go ahead. Hey, guys. Yeah, well, um, I'm I'm having a little bit of a hard day tonight because my father just passed at nine o'clock uh, oh California God. time tonight. Yeah. Yes. Oh my gosh, Scott! I'm so and, sorry. Yeah, he's ninety-five and a half, and he had a little bit of dementia, and um, but I I've always lived in gratitude, and I'm swimming in love and all that, but. Um, I'm also grateful to be sad because of being sad means you're missing what was good. And I'm just wondering if you can have a reading from someone who has passed so recently. That's a really great question. Um, I, I call souls that have transitioned, um, like, with, you know, usually under two years, newbies to the process. But the fact that it happened, like, today, that's really, really fresh. So I would imagine that he's doing his orientation right now. Um, but I just want you to know that I heard right now in my head I was ready. And so I, I also feel guided to tell you as well that he was already out of his body <clears throat> leading up to this. Um, he didn't want a, an audience around him. He wanted to, to have his peace and his privacy. So I feel like he had all that. And I, I definitely feel that he's absolutely um, in, the, in, the, in the beginning right now of his um, transition. The journey, right? Absolutely, yeah. Do souls know that they've passed on immediately well, they, when it happens? You know, I believe that... They do, but there, there's something about an acceptance to it. They have to be able to accept that in the moment. That's where things can go in different directions depending on how someone transitioned. You know, if someone was really attached to something or, or they, um, they felt like they weren't done, then they, they might linger around the earth plane a little bit longer. That's where we get the terms earthbound spirits from. But, for, but the majority of them, though, do know and they do go to the light right away. It just depends on the scenario. Let's go to Deland, Florida. Robert's with us. Robert, take it away, sir. Um, thank you for taking my call. Sure thing. Um, I was just wondering, um, back in like 92, I uh, called up uh, Latoya Jackson's uh, psychic hotline back then. Okay. It was, it was all landline. There was no cell phones, computers yet or anything. And everything she told me was spot on except for one thing. Will mm -hmm. I ever own my own business? Okay. This is a great question because it goes back to the free will aspect of this, right? And so that business for you is a little bit of an Achilles heel in the sense of you needing to um, accept and basically have the confidence to manifest it. So there, I, I'm assuming that there was some kind of block that kind of got in the way of that, probably, probably to do with, you know, what happened in your childhood as well. So I'm going to say never say never. It reminds me of um, the story about um, KFC and the, and the man that created KFC. I think he was in his 60s, actually. Colonel Sanders. Yes, when, when he brought that together. So I, I want to say to you, never say never, but it's always going to be um, your choice and what you feel. So I want to encourage you to go into that feeling. You don't channel spirits, do you, Bill? Oh, absolutely, I do. Oh, you do that too? Yes. Oh, that's what I do primarily, <laughs> yes. Do, do they ever bother you to the point where you can't even get any sleep? When I was younger and before I had boundaries with spirit, um, 
it was a little bit maddening because um, I, I couldn't sleep. I kept hearing them call my name out the whole night. Um, and so it wasn't until I had more of an understanding and more of an awareness of it that I was able to have boundaries with them because, um, you know, early back in the day, I didn't understand what that meant, you know, and so they kind of dictated a lot more than they do now. So I have told them over the years, um, you will have to send your loved ones to me. I'm not going to go out to them. I'm, I'm not going to solicit them. You'll have to guide them to me. And that's basically what has happened over the years is that people have been nudged my way from really all over the world. And I'll, some of them don't even know how they heard about heard of me, but they, they just knew that they were supposed to come. And um, that is a true testament to how spirit works. Have you ever had a bad spirit try to trick you or anything like that? Years ago, when I was first understanding this, um, I had um, I had someone come through and this is this was the telltale sign for me. I kept hearing all of his cursing and language, and he was in a very dark place. And the person that I was reading for, I had explained to her what I was what I was experiencing, and I, I said, "My throat is burning, and I know that he took his life." And she revealed to me that it was her ex father in law that had drank battery acid and hung himself, and he he was not in the right place when I was doing it back then. It was a very dark energy, so. I had to really understand that and understand how to protect myself at that time. He drank battery acid? Yes, he drank battery acid oh and hung God. himself. That alone would get it. He didn't have to hang himself. I, yeah, exactly. That would have done it to him, indeed. Yeah. Tell us about your website. Yeah, my website is just my name, billphillips.com. One L and two P's, or you'll get somebody else. Um, and, and, we, there and we've got the find, link for you at Coast to Coast. Already. Yeah, there easy. you can find um, who I am, what I've done, um, you know, the books that I've written. And, it, you know, if someone wants to see me somewhere at an event or if they want to get a reading, everything's on the website. And you're on Facebook, too? I'm on Facebook, too. I do something called Daily Inspiration Every Day, actually, for my community. I was guided um, through this many, many years ago, and it really spread. So every day I go on, and I think of a message, and, I, um, and I'll, I'll share it with my audience, actually. And I know it helps a lot of people, and it's free, you know, so it keeps people connected and, and together, and that's all on um, Facebook and Instagram. All right, Bill, we're going to come back in just a moment and take final phone calls with you right here on Coast to Coast AM. Those of you on hold, just hang there. We'll do our best to get to all of you. And welcome back to Coast to Coast. George Norrie with you along with Bill Phillips. The book we're talking about is called Soul Searching. Have you ever seen a soul you didn't want to search for, Bill? <laughs> um, back in the day, yes, but that was a long time ago. Interesting. Let's, let me ask you about sure. evil and the devil. Where does that fit into the scheme? You know, that, that's a great question. I, I believe um, there's a yin and yang to everything. There's a light and a dark. And so do I believe that evil exists? I do. I also believe, too, that um, that hell, in essence, is just the earth plane. And we're here right now at this time um, in history, basically, to make better decisions, um, not to vibrate that way, to choose differently, again, to create our own version of heaven while we're here. So I don't, I don't believe in hell in the, um, in the biblical sense of hell. I believe that we are here right now to make decisions, and we all have the ability to experience that energy if we want to, but who wants to experience that? So we, we all have the ability to think differently. 
All right, let's go back to the phones. Let's go to, let's see, who's up first? Let's go to Janelle in Stockton, California, first-time caller. Hi, Janelle. Hi, can you hear me? Yep, sure can. Awesome. I love you so much. I listen almost every night. Well, thank you. I just want to know what he can tell me about my future. Your future, all right. Okay. Yeah, about Uh, my future. Hi, Janelle. Nice to meet you. Hello. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. Wonderful. Yeah, so that's a really broad question. Did you have more of a specific question? Well, as far as work and home, over the past few years, there's been a lot of death. I've lost um, grandparents, Mm great-grandparents. Thank God I still have my parents. Mm -hmm. Um, Work is a little shaky. Okay. With management and healthcare, and yes. okay. I just want to know so, where I'm going right now. Uh, um, yeah, I, I'm going to tell you um, for sure that um, over the next year. So I'm looking more towards March or so of next year. I, I, I do feel a change coming for you, and um, there definitely is a grandmother behind you who's showing me the nursing hat. So. The nursing hat for me is the sign of a healer if it's not literally a nurse, but I feel like uh, her message to you is to know that you're here to be the healer for everyone around you. So you probably have a lot of people coming to you for advice and for life, for life guidance that you didn't sign up for, did you? But you're here for that reason, though. So don't, I, I wouldn't worry about too much. I would kind of surrender to it and know that things will line up for you more next year. Okay, next up, Colleen's with us in Brunswick, Georgia. Hello, Colleen. Go ahead. Oh, hi, George. It's been a while since I talked to you. Hi there. Um, I'm doing all right. Um, I just got done having uh, cancer taken out of the left. Um, Yeah, what I need to know is uh, the landlords look like they're selling uh, duplex here. Okay. okay, do you see me going into uh, New York or staying here in Georgia or maybe Tennessee? And uh, check on my finances, too, because things are being cut and I'm in and out of the hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely get more of a southern connection with you. Um, I, um, I, I'm pulled more towards Florida, actually, to be honest with you. Um, and I'm also getting, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm also getting a lot of um, um, something with, with the legs or the feet as well. So keep an eye on the feet, the legs, the bones, something. You're going to be spending time having to address that coming up. But you do see a move coming for her. Yes. Florida it is, Colleen. Next up, Fairfield, California we go. Andrea is with us. Hi, Andrea. Hi, George and Bill. Thank you so much for taking my call. I'm an avid listener every night. (laughs) Thank you very much. How can we help you? Um, I wanted to find out. My brother brother passed away traumatically five and a half years ago, and um, I still have complicated grief surrounding the circumstances of his passing, and I feel a lot of of guilt, um, even because I couldn't save him somehow. And um, I just want to know how you heal and kind of move on and experience joy in your life again after, you know, a traumatic death. And we were very close. I'm, I was his older sister. <laughs> yeah. 
you know, it, it's really it's really about um, tuning into the signs around you as well. And um, I definitely get a connection with him not being able to say goodbye. Um, I, I'm also seeing like writing and cards and things like that. So I don't know if you have anything of his save where you have like a, a card of his save with his writing on it. But I do feel guided to talk about something with the writing on the card and also as well to keep your eyes open for the birds, more specifically the red cardinal or the red hummingbird. Does that make sense? It does. Yeah, I have a, there's a hummingbird that I, I feed the birds where I live, um, and there is a hummingbird with a red on him that comes and feeds at my feeder frequently. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Okay, thank you. You're so welcome. When you get these impressions, Bill, how does it come to you? It comes to me very quickly. Um, it comes through um, visions and also just feelings simultaneously. So it's sort of like an energy source flowing through me. We're going to Sterling, Illinois, next for Maria. Hello, Maria. Welcome. Maria? Nope. Not that she is there, but she's not listening. Costa Mesa, California again. Dave's with us. Hey, David, go ahead. Hi, George. Hello, Bill. Uh, Bill, I guess it's Costa Mesa night here on Coast to Coast. You and Scotty called earlier, and I should get together for coffee down by the beach. Um, But uh, looking to tap into your... um, your wisdom here a little bit. I uh, was writing a note to a friend of mine about my current situation. I feel like I'm hitting rock bottom, like kind of career-wise, and it's even like kind of like I'm in a dark end of the soul or definitely just dark part of my life, it seems. Um, and I used the term, I guess, maybe spirit or spell check. I don't know what I said, biting rock bottom. And that's even more like it. Like I'm on the bottom kind of trying to go even lower. But I just uh, have been unemployed or, or employment challenged the last couple of years, causing a lot of financial difficulty myself and my family. And uh, I've had had some very close people in my life die uh, unexpectedly or younger than me, like their best friend and and the grandfather earlier. And um, you know, I've reached out to some of these these uh, the spirits of my my uh, former you know beloved friends and family, and haven't really gotten any anything back. You know, but not that I have no faith in it. It's just that uh, I just am having a hard time trying to put a, my you know the next step forward. Which path should I follow here? And I don't know if you've got any thoughts on that. Yeah, well, first I want to say it's interesting because we've had two callers from Costa Mesa. Yeah. That's where, that's where my office is located, actually. I'm How about Costa that? Mesa. Yeah, so that's... Synchronicity at its yeah, best. Uh, yeah, but um, Dave, to answer your question, though, I feel like right now this is a time for you to... Um, it has to do with, with letting go of, of image or, you know, um, this sort of image that, you, that you've kept for yourself. I, I actually keep getting you more inland. So I don't know if you've been, um, if you were traveling recently or going to be to like Arizona or Nevada on the cusp of California, but I, I keep feeling you there for some reason. So I, I'm getting you more, more inland. And if that wasn't recently, I, I would say that's probably going to be on the agenda for you not long from now. Of course, it'll always be your free will. But right now, everything is kind of coming, crumbling down. I'm seeing um, the tarot card, the tower right now. So you're in the middle of it at the moment, and um, you're holding on tight. But I, I, I do feel like there is going to be an imminent move for you as well that, that goes more inland. Bill, you're on YouTube. Tell me what you have there. You know, YouTube is something new for me. I, I'm trying to go on there and, and start um, just kind of educational videos for my following just to kind of inspire them and show them how different techniques on how they can connect themselves. 
All right, next up we go to William in Amarillo, Texas, east of the Rockies. Hey, William, go ahead, sir. Yeah, <clears throat> sure enjoy the show. Thank you. To it since uh, 2000 and, uh, yeah, 2000. Long time. Um, I've got some problem going on with my ear. It's been going on for about two years. It comes and goes of ringing and a mm-hmm. pressure, lately a pressure that comes and goes. I don't know what's going on. A little tinnitus, it sounds like. Bother me. You know, it's interesting because uh, there are times that it, that it could be medical tinnitus. And also, William, too, I, I, I feel a lot of times when, when spirit comes near us, we can have a really strong ringing in the ear as well or a buzzing sound. It's almost like the equivalent of having too much sugar, and you have that kind of hum in your head. Um, and I, I definitely feel for you that, that that's going to be linked to a father figure who's passed for you as well, trying to get your attention, trying to be uh, just near you that way energetically. So I would encourage you in the meantime through meditation as well, Whenever you have that, just tell him to, like, back up, that you know that he's there and to kind of pull away from you. See if that helps. And, William, when Doc Wallach is on in another week or so, check in with him. I'm sure he will be able to tell you something about the medical portion of that. He will probably say you have uh, osteosporosis of the skull, which is interesting. Did you ever hear of that, Bill? I know I haven't. It is, it's unbelievable, and he seems to be spot on with a lot of people. Wow, that's incredible. Next up, let's go to Lynn in North Bend, Oregon. Welcome to the program. Hey, Lynn, go ahead. Hello, thank you so much for taking my call. Sure, go ahead. Um, yes, what do you see for uh, my spiritual emergency training program and the legislation I'm I'm trying to get for a CARES Act where you can actually pay people to be kind instead of kill and use surveillance to see who needs help because the answers are within any heart and soul person who's angry, upset. We know now their answers are inside of them, behavioral science. So how, um, anyway, I'm, learning, I'm trying to get legislation around a CARES Act. That's with, interesting. I'm not sure you should pay, pay people to be nice. <laughs> um, Lynn, so I, I heard I heard part of that question, but I'm, I, I'm going into the um, to the feeling of, of also your hands, healing hands with you as well. So you would be great um, just for kind of transmitting that energy outside of yourself, which which you do. You set the intention. You kind of send that ball of light out as often as you can um, with the hopes that, that it's going to accumulate that energy, you know, around the planet. So I would encourage you just to keep your intention going right now. That intention is what's going to eventually become uh, physical for you. Next up, we've got uh, Donald in Oregon. Welcome to the program. Don, go ahead. Hi, thanks, George and Bill, for taking my call. Sure. Um, I uh, I lost my husband uh, about a year and a half ago to COVID, mm-hmm. and I've just been grieving ever since. And I, I, I'm kind of lost, and I, I'm just not sure where to turn. Grief I, is tough, Bill. It really is. I'm so, Say your name again one more time for me. It's Donald. 
Donald. Okay, Donald. Um, yeah, Im immediately as you were saying that, I felt the constriction in my chest, actually. So that's how he would transition. And I also feel, um, for some reason, that Christmas is significant, uh, which could be um, the month of December or the holiday season. So there's going to be something that I, I, w I would imagine piggybacks as either a birthday or anniversary during the holiday season as well. Do you... Um, did you have dogs together? Our birthdays, uh, yeah, December 22nd, January uh, 24th. Our That's marriage was December 27th. There you go. Yeah. And so, so he, yeah. He's, he's, he's wanting you to know to still celebrate the holidays, even though it has that element of, of grief to it that I absolutely know he's there with you celebrating that. And also, this might sound kind of strange right now, but there's something very significant about the owl that I'm seeing too. So I, I want you to keep that in a safe place. If you hear the owl hooting around you or see symbols of the owl, it's going to be the guidance for you to kind of trust what you're getting in the moment. Bill, we've only got a couple minutes left. Maybe we have time for one more quick call sure. and then we'll wrap things up. Let's okay. go to Maria in Ontario, Canada. Maria, take it away. Maria? A lot of Marias who don't know how to talk. <laughs> Unbelievable. Mm -hmm. They have this great opportunity to talk to you, Bill, and they're not there. <laughs> it's not meant to be. All right, you have some other books out there, too. As a matter of fact, we talked about it when you were on the show a couple of years ago. Yeah, actually, yeah. So my, my first book is Expect the Unexpected. It really highlights my journey through my self-discovery. It's um, more about my childhood and really what I went through. And it also highlights how the readings work as well and kind of what, what transpired from the readings afterwards that were really life-changing for people. That's one of my, um, you know, that's my first one. My second book is Signs from the Other Side. And this one goes into um, direct ways of how you yourself can find your own way of communicating with spirit and how to recognize those signs through different stories. So every book has its purpose. Um, and I, I feel like this book, Soul Searching, is taking it one step further of going into these different practices that I really think are going to help empower people. And of course, Soul Searching is available all over the place, right? Yes. What's your favorite venue there for that? Amazon or bookstores? You know, I, Amazon is something that I feel like is so easy to use, you know, and you get it like the next day. So I do a lot of my shopping on Amazon. And they just plop it right there on your porch <laughs> exactly. and it's there, ready to go. Bill, keep in touch with us. All right, be safe. Thank you so much, George. I really appreciate it. That's uh, Bill Phillips, the name of his book, Soul Searching. It's an amazing book. And as he mentioned, his other ones are called Expect the Unexpected and Signs from the Other Side. For Dan Galanti, Gina Salvati, Tom Danheiser, Lisa Lyon, Lex Lonehood, Sean Ladasur, Stephanie Smith, Chris Burroughs, Tim Benald, George Knapp, and Ian Punnett, I'm George Norrie, somewhere out there on Coast to Coast AM. We'll see you on our next edition. Until then, be safe, everyone.